Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast Presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. And it is Super Bowl week 2021. Man, I got to tell you, I didn't know if we were going to get here. It's always kind of a bittersweet day, right? Because it's the last football game for a long time. But I'm just thrilled we're here. I'm just so happy that we made it. We get to have a... Super Bowl champion crown. It will be amazing. You have come to the right place. As a reminder, this show is year-round. Like, as soon as there are any season win totals, we talk about it. Next week, we'll dive in to the futures. If any of the sports books put them out, we're obviously all over anything DraftKings puts out as it relates to free agency and the draft. We'll get into March Madness the Triple Crown. We hit the other sports every week. We have excellent guests already lined up for the next couple weeks that you guys will love. We get to more of your email questions, so make sure you keep it right here. It's only 30 minutes a week. It is the best betting content I'm aware of. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, at Ross Tucker NFL. All the shows are available youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL right now at Ross Tucker pod is where you see the clips and the links posted on both Twitter and Instagram to the various shows fantasy feast podcast will come out tomorrow which is almost exclusively talking about super Sunday from a DFS standpoint and some of the various player prop bets what we will get into today Of course, we will bet the line. We will talk about the total. But there's also a lot of prop bets over the years that Steve Fezzik has found that hit with a high degree of regularity. Who's Steve Fezzik? I think most of you guys know. He's the only two-time winner of the Super Contest, which is at the Westgate Casino in Vegas. It's the Super Bowl of professional football gambling if you've been listening or watching to this show this year or in recent years there's nobody and i mean nobody that knows the math better 
than Mr. Fezzik. Check him out at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. Again, I told you I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Steve, you ready for this? I am so excited about the Super Bowl this year, Ross. The last two years, I've gone to Atlanta, I've gone to Miami, and I got to tell you, I am much happier being in Vegas. Vegas is the place to be for the Super Bowl. Interesting. Tell me why. You know, some people, you know, they want to go ahead and and see all the ex-player. No offense. I love seeing Ross Tucker and the like, but there's just not enough time during Super Bowl week to be traveling all the way across the country and back. And let's face it, Vegas is the place that I can do my betting. Can't bet in Atlanta or Miami. Right. And so you flew there to do different promotional media stuff, though. Exactly right. And then by the time I get home late on Friday night, I'm like two days behind everybody. And a lot of the best numbers have been scooped up. And it's just like, it's literally a 20 hour day on Saturday on before the Super Bowl when I'm traveling to the Super Bowl site beforehand. You know, uh, I feel like since it's going into the last game of the year, Steve, we need to sort of reset where we are for all the listeners so that they know we've got a lot that have been with us for years. Of course, next week, we'll kind of do our year in review. We also get into, as I mentioned, the futures, the season win totals. As soon as those things come out, we'll also go over now that we have the data going back three or four years, exactly where we stand individually, where we stand as a show, where we stand with our best bets. Should be noted, going into the last game, Steve, uh, I am up six units for the year. You are up five units for the year. Our best bets, interestingly enough, 21 wins, 23 losses, one push, which is a strike rate of 47%. Very interesting to me, Steve that I believe every other year, I got to try to find it, and we'll get it for the future weeks, but I believe every other year, our best bets have been not only in the black, but they've been above the 53% threshold. We've done extremely well over the years with the best bets. Kind of weird that you and I are both in the black right now, and yet our best bets are have a losing record. Kind of surprising to me. You would think that it would be the other way around, if anything. And that's the way it has been in prior years, the wisdom of the crowds. When you and I, and we handicap many times in different ways, come up with the same play, that has been very, very strong until this year. Yeah, for whatever reason, that's been the case. So now you know where we stand heading into Super Bowl 55, which, man, Super Bowl 55, that makes me feel old. By the way, speaking of Super Bowl 55, DraftKings has some of the most ridiculous offers I've ever heard of. I mean, they're going all out for you guys for this thing. And this is not new signups. This is all players get this no-brainer of an offer. One touchdown scored Sunday night, and your money is doubled. If it sounds like a no-brainer, It's because it is. All players can do that offer. All players. So why would you not? Even if you've already signed up and used other offers, why would you not do this one as well? Plus, I love this prediction challenge. Up to $55 million in total prizes up for grabs. 
instant prizes for everyone who enters. So it's between like $3 and $25,000 you get just for entering. And then it's uh, a Super Bowl prediction challenge for the fourth quarters. You can literally do this all game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code Ross to get a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in Sunday's game. That's promo code Ross to get a shot at doubling your money during Sunday night's season finale only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or New Jersey PA only at restrictions applies at DraftKings.com slash prediction challenge slash DFS for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. We touched on this a little bit last week, Steve. <clears throat> but I wanted to come back to this. And that is Super Bowl. You typically fire up a decent amount of bets, and a lot of them are prop bets that you've seen over the years have a high percentage of hitting for you. I don't want to put words in your mouth, Steve, but let's start with that. Start with what your menu of Super Bowl bets typically looks like and why. Yeah, so by the time the game kicks off, I'll probably have about 35 bets, and a lot of them aren't very widely available. There are some bets I make almost every year, Ross, and frankly, one of them is I always look to hit that first half under as quickly as possible, open 28. The history of Super Bowls, they tend to start slow, especially Tom Brady Super Bowls in terms of scoring. Last 20 years, the second half has outscored the first half to the tune of 15 four and one, and the average uh, scoring in the first half, 20 points, second half, 27.6, a big margin there. And this makes sense. Teams are tight. Teams don't want to make that big mistake to start a game. So it is a very rare Super Bowl. I don't play the first half to go under. Interesting. Okay. Um, Before we get – well, why don't you just get into it, Steve? I mean, before we get into some of these other things, and obviously – Brian will tee us up on the spread as well as the total. What are some of the other prop bets that you do pretty much every year? So I'll go ahead and bet the individual teams to be higher scoring in the second half than the first half. So I did that with Kansas City. I did that with Tampa Bay. Uh, Penalties. This is the showcase for the NFL. The last thing we need is a field littered with yellow canaries all game long. Penalties, the memo goes out to the officiating crew. Hey, let Ross Tucker grab a little jersey on this play. Let it go, unless it's blatant and he absolutely hooks the guy's neck. So because of that, I typically play penalties under. I play penalties under in the Super Bowl, under 10 and a half. And in the conference championships, a similar animal. I think we had six and seven penalties in those two games. So both of those games went way under the 10 and a half. I love that. See, I and I remember this from last year now. You're so right. The last thing they want is a bunch of flags in the Super Bowl. Really, really the playoffs in general, but certainly the Super Bowl. Yeah, so you let the players be the story, not the refs. So, you know, those are two themes. You know, outdoor Super Bowl, I always look towards the weather. Latest forecast, going to be tricky. Might rain in Tampa. It looks like that rain is going to end before kickoff, but we're still you know, several days away. So we need to monitor that closely. If we do get rain in the first quarter, I think it's more likely the rain would be early in the game. That would help the second half to be higher scoring than the first half. Other um, 
you know, props and the like. If it does rain during the game, longest field goal under 46 and a half comes into play. And all these passing yardage numbers probably have to be adjusted downwards. But right now, looks like no rain in the Super Bowl. For a lot of these props, Steve, when you drive to the different casinos out there, what are the limits? It is all over the board. I've seen anywhere from 200 to 2,000 at different places. So different places have different amounts of risk and different places have, um, let's say some places are very hands-on making their numbers and they're very confident in their numbers. A few other places, they really would rather not even put these props up but feel they have to for their customers, but they don't want to be taking any big bets on them. Got it. Don't you always take uh, no two-point conversion or something? Although that's kind of changed over the years, right? You know, things have evolved. And a lot of these, in all things being equal, yes, no, on these long shots, I used to look to play the no's. So the no on a successful two-point conversion, even the no on a safety. But you know what? In today's NFL, where the total is 56 instead of 41, there's a whole lot more scoring. And because of that, there's a whole lot more specialty plays that it can, can occur. And even with the longer extra points, there's more situations where you can go for two and it's correct. And coaches have gone for it more on fourth down correctly. They go for it more on fourth downs and to get two-point conversions. And because of that, I've shied away from playing those bets. One bet I've made on every Super Bowl, I bet that there won't be overtime. I typically... Back in the past, I only had to like lay minus 650. Now it's like minus 1,000. But there's not a 10% chance that the game goes into overtime, which would be your approximate break-even point. So no overtime's a bet I almost always make. I'm trying to think what Super Bowls have gone to overtime. Atlanta, New England. That's uh, it. One out of 54. Although, you know, the closest one, there have been a lot of close New England games. The Rams-New England game probably should have gone overtime, 17-all with a minute to play. New England backed up, and uh, Belichick and company went for it, and they won because of it. Yeah, that's a good call. So uh, minus 1,000, it's 10%, but it's been a lot less than that, really. 53-1. and one. I mean, that's pretty good ROI, even with that one disaster. I, I love it. See, these are the ones – Steve, I forget these every year – until I tee you up on them, and then you remind me of them. What other ones that we need to talk about? I know tomorrow on the Fantasy Feast podcast with Joe Dolan, we're going to dive into a lot of the player props. Are there any – well, first of all, are there any novelty props or other props that you are into, Steve, this Well, year? let's talk about who's going to get the ball first because I've beaten my chest saying – Everybody in the NFL defers. This is a slam dunk. It's 50-50 who gets the ball. You know what? Tampa Bay has made me look foolish here because week 16 and 17, they won the coin toss in those two games against Detroit and Atlanta, and they took the ball, and they scored touchdowns on their first drives. So now Tampa has not won the coin toss. Their three playoff games. If Kansas City wins the toss, they're going to defer. If Tampa wins the toss, I am not 100% certain what they're going to do. I think it's more likely Tampa defers, but um, they might take the ball. So because of that, when you're betting first things to happen in the Super Bowl, I would say that Tampa Bay probably has about a 60% chance to start with the football. You know, I am, I'm looking at DraftKings and some of their novelty props. 
You can bet on the outcome of the coin toss or the coin toss winner. I'm not seeing being able to bet on who gets the ball first. Maybe I'm missing that. You can bet on a lot of different things, but because that to me would be like, let's go Bucks then, because obviously 50% chance on the coin flip and the Chiefs defer, and then there's some chance that the Bucks take the ball. Yeah, so all of a sudden, Bucks first quarter, Bucks to score first, Chiefs third quarter, Bucks to punt first, all these come into play, all these um, team to get the first first down. Um, as the um, menu of options on props gets bigger and bigger, all these props are going to come up at select books. Got it. Um, all right, what else you got for me, Steve? Whether it's uh, annual prop bets or specific to this game? Specific to this game, I need to tune into your show tomorrow. Because this Super Bowl has more uncertainty in terms of player personnel than almost any other Super Bowl. If you look at Kansas City, Sammy Watkins comes back. He's lined at 32 and a half yards. If he's healthy, hey, he's taken away from everybody else. It's a zero-sum game. So if Mahomes is thrown for 325 and Watkins is supposed to get 32 and a half, that's 10% of the passing production. So that takes away from all the other players, from Hardman from Pringle, even from, you know, Kelsey and Hill. And because of that, knowing if um, you've got a fully healthy Watkins is pretty darn important. Same thing with Edward Solaire, six carries, seven yards with his hip issue in the AFC championship game. Is he going to be fully healthy now? If so, he's going to become the feature back. Otherwise, Williams is going to keep getting, you know, a sizable amount of carries. And on the Tampa Bay side, we got the same issues you know, we got an Evans. Mike Evans has not been 100% since he tweaked his injury against Washington. With two weeks, will he be 100%? That'll take away production from the other players. Is Antonio Brown going to play? If he plays, is he going to be effective? So he's been hurt since, um, for, you know, for two weeks, missed the last game. So even at running back, is it going to be Lenny Fournette or Ronald Jones, who was the number one back, and he's been nursing all these injuries and he had COVID? Is he suddenly going to become the feature back? It's very difficult to bet these individual players without knowing more about the health of all these individuals. Yeah, and I'll talk more about this tomorrow. And I'm not going to make them official plays here on the Even Money podcast. But a couple that jumped out to me, uh, one was the Cam Brait over 29 and a half yards. I feel like the place to attack the Chiefs is their linebackers and safety Daniel Sorensen in coverage. And it feels like Brady really trusts Cam Brate right now. Although it's interesting because I think for the NFC Championship game, Gronk's number was 30-something. Cam Brate's was low 20-something. He's looking at DraftKings right now. They're both even. They're both 29 and a half. So the DraftKings guys realize that Brady's been looking at Cam Brate a lot. I also kind of like over 12 and a half yards receiving for Kansas City running back Darrell Williams. I know Le'Veon Bell's back. I know they got Edwards Elaire. I think they like Darrell Williams. I think they're going to roll with who's been successful for them, you know, whether it's a flare pass or a screen pass. 12 and a half yards. He only needs to catch two balls and he's got it, and maybe even on one. So those are two to keep an eye on. Um, any other game props, annual props, anything, Steve, before we dive into the game itself? 
Let me address Cameron Brake because he oftentimes is targeted in the red zone. So he might be a guy you might want to look over three catches instead of over, you know, the 29 and a half yards because he easily could get some production without, um, you know, having any long catch. As far as the actual betting on the game, I talk about how slow Super Bowls tend to start. So let's talk about the over-under. If you do like the over, I think you're probably your best way to play it is to wait. Wait, and then during the game, especially if you get a really quiet first quarter, look to play over sometime, maybe early in the second quarter. You might get like an over 43 if you get a scoreless first quarter or just a 3 nothing first quarter. Uh, probably think back to that Carolina-New England Super Bowl where no one could move the ball at all for like the first 18 minutes, and then all hell broke loose. I think there was 62 points in that Super Bowl. There are quite a few Super Bowls that play out under scenarios like that. All right, Brian, let's dive into it. Of course, all of our point spreads and totals always from DraftKings. Those are our dudes. These are our official plays. And Steve, if you want to submit some official props, um, you can after we, we do this. But these are our official plays, our last official plays for the 2020 season. All right, Ross, why don't you start it off? Chiefs laying three points at the uh, well, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, obviously in Tampa. The total in the game is 56.5, according to DraftKings. So I got to be honest with you, Steve. I, I think this is lined correctly in terms of the spread. Um, if it was three and a half, I would probably lay a unit or two with the Bucs. If it was laying two and a half, I'd probably lean Chiefs uh, at three. I think it's just about right. I don't even have a strong lean. I can make a case either way. I guess I'll lean Tampa, but I don't have a strong play at three. I need the hook one way or the other. I do like the under, and I know people think there's going to be a lot of points. I get that. You know, the Chiefs just got worse at three offensive line spots. With Fisher going down – you move the right tackle to left tackle, the right guard to right tackle. You bring in a new right guard. They just got worse at three spots. And if you watch that Packers-Bucks game, Shaq Barrett and JPP dominated that game. Five sacks of Aaron Rodgers. They were all, all over him all the time. I also happen to think the Chiefs' defense is better than people give it credit for. Their secondary is pretty darn good. So I like the under. I'm only putting one unit on it because of the history of Super Bowls. And we know that both these teams are, are perfectly capable of putting a bunch of points up. I wanted to have at least one bet on this game, either side or total. So one unit under 56 and a half points over at DraftKings for me. Very good. I'm going to lean Tampa Bay at three. I need three and a half. At three and a half, I would have made it a bet. Um, you know, very interesting people like, well, wait, how could you like Kansas City if it was two and a half and Tampa Bay if it's three and a half? Well, the Chiefs are going to win this game by exactly three about 10% of the time. So if you do the distribution, eh, there's a 45% chance that Kansas City covers minus two and a half. There's a 45% chance Tampa Bay covers plus three and a half, and then a 10% chance it lands right on that three. So either one of those bets would be 55% laying two and a half, taking three and a half. I echo what you said, Ross, with the unders. It's, um, it's, 
I like the fact that a former O-lineman is emphasizing what no one else seems to be emphasizing, that the continuity of that Kansas City line losing, you know, um, one tackle week 11, now their other tackle, who's their best lineman, that's a pretty big deal. And I don't think the market's maybe reflecting it enough. So because of that, I will join you in looking towards under, I'm going to go first half under 27 and a half for two units will be my total play just because the first halves have been so much lower scoring in the Super Bowl. I like it. Can't go best bet there because you're taking the first half. I'm taking the full game. Um, but I I like it, Steve. Are there any prop bets you want to put on the record here for your final? Uh, I think we don't really do that, though, right? We just do see. We just do totals and spreads. We don't include any prop bets for our our how we do for the season. Is that right? Yeah, I think we throw them out as freebies, you know, so we can call these strong opinions, if you will. And I'll make two strong opinions. I think, look, penalties under 10 and a half. And uh, I think Antonio Brown, I think we've got an excellent chance he plays and he doesn't get much play time at all. I personally bet him under 45 reception yards. I think that's an outstanding wager all the way down to 41. And I don't know, Steve, if people will – be doing it as much this year because I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of Super Bowl parties or gatherings. But what's the advice you always give, or what do you tell people about those Super Bowl squares? Yeah, well, there's a hundred squares, right? And the zero zero, the three zero, the seven zero are a whole lot more valuable than having an eight and a two. So because of that, right when you get your numbers, you're either winning or losing. This is not like a bingo card where everyone has the same chance. So right off the bat, your uh, your plus expectation or minus expectation when you get the numbers that um, you draw out of the hat or however they do it. Got it. Yeah, I hope that's how they do it. Uh, <laughs> if you let people pick, that wouldn't be right. Let's get to uh, – I think Brian has a new sounder. So let's hear it. Let's get to an email question. We're going to get a, you're going to be able to pick Steve's brain all off season like I do every single week. So make sure you're getting your email questions into me, Ross at RossTucker.com, after you sign up over at DraftKings or any of the sponsors we have for you over at RossTucker.com on the sponsors tab because I like to hear this new sounder. Ever wanted to ask a professional sports better a question? It's time to ask Steve. Love that. All right, Steve. This comes to us from Andy Dunphy. Uh, first, huge fan of your Even Money podcast and have been a fan for at least the last three years or more. Question for you and Steve. What are your thoughts on betting a three-team teaser or a number greater than two versus multiple two-team teasers if you like more than two games to tease for the week. Um, so anyway, that comes to us from Andy. Now, I know you said from a odd standpoint that the three-team teaser was actually the best, right, in terms of the, the odds that you get for it? If you can get a three-team teaser plus 180, that's the magic number. That's most places pay plus 160, but the plus 180, it turns out, is the better choice to play three-teamers. And an even better choice, frankly, some places still do this. If you can get a place that pays a four-team teaser that pays three to one, that is like the stone-cold nuts. 
And it's kind of obvious why, because let's say I bet $100 on the teaser uh, and I win the first uh, two games. Okay, so the first half of that teaser, now I got 200, reinvested again, now I've got 400. That's the three to one payout. Now, wait a minute, that means each individual teaser is paying even money, all right? When we're playing teasers, we got to lay minus $1.20. So now instead of laying minus $1.20 on our teasers, we're essentially getting them minus 100. So scour all of your books. If you can find one that pays a four-teamer at three to one, that's the gold standard for sharps to um, go hog wild and wheel everything into four-team teasers. Got it. What about his specific question about, you know, multiple two-team teasers or betting a three-team teaser or number greater than two? All things being equal, if the three-teamer pays plus 160 and the two-teamer is minus 120, the math is somewhat comparable. There's no reason to play these really, really larger teasers because there's no mathematical edge to it and you have a much bigger risk. So stick to just two team teasers. If you like three teams, just wheel it. Play team A with B, team B with C, and then team A with C, three two team uh, uh, teasers instead of putting them all in one teaser. Ooh, I like that, Steve. I like that a lot. All right, cool. That, and, and then you got a pretty good chance. Um, that makes sense to me. So this is what we're going to do partially all off season. Anytime football bets can be had, but we'll get into the other sports as well. And of course, answering your questions every week. We got some incredible guests lined up, like I said. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.